deep fakes are the stuff of nightmares, but Dimash Vets see you behind the face swapping app Reface, so there are ways to handle the technology responsibly. The following is the conclusion of our two part interview. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Well, I want to switch gears uh, and talk about deepfakes more broadly. And I know you don't want to categorize this as a, as a deepfake app, but I mean, clearly this is this is designed to be more on the fun side of the spectrum. But there's obviously a lot of concern about deepfakes. I mean, what do you think about the potential risks of deepfakes in general, and not, and not just reface, but really in general? Uh, actually, uh, it's a good question. So I believe that uh, deepfakes they might be really bad if the technology is misused and people don't have any specific you know regulation whether it's used in a good phase in a good manner or for for the bad so um, even we for example we give access to only 10% of our technology potential as we understand how powerful it can be but uh, what we're doing you know our CTO he uses a metaphor of you know using a knife People invented it simply to simplify life, chop vegetables or craft something of food. But people, you know, can also kill with a knife. The same with technologies. Yeah, you can use it both way. And uh, so, for example, if speaking about us, we do our best to help regulate the fake technology use and give the best example of how you can use technology in social aspects. For example, you can animate art objects, you promote scientific projects, you you can actually uh, make some different you know, promotions like we did, we did, you know, a march against animal cruelty. We supported models in, in the terms of COVID. Uh, but besides, I guess regulation is important. So, uh, and we can mitigate this with good regulation. So cause of practice. So yeah, are you, does that mean you're, you're sort of in support of governments and, and actual regulations, uh, like whether it's the EU or the US or, or elsewhere, actually kind of figuring it out. Like, are, and, and to that point, like, do you feel like it is up to the lawmakers to, to set those rules? Or is this a sort of dynamic where like, you feel like you should have some feedback into what those regulations look like? I guess it's still emerging. So uh, there are like two points. Uh, first, how we are benchmark companies can give uh, best practices and how we envision the good face of, you know, using synthetic media or how it's called it like generally. So what we're doing, yeah, we as a company, even before regulation already occurs, we're speaking, we have already, you know, uh, government policies uh, person inside the face. We have governance person who actually speaks to different universities. We have a person who already participated and spoke in front of European Parliament on synthetic media and she actually outlined that you know some good stuff what we need to do in actually to make you know these technologies be done for the best way for example guys this is for fun this is our watermarks how we envision guys if everything is done by reface or is like it's done for good phase by reface Another option is not only about speaking to governance and to different uh, formal government uh, organizations. We are doing tech, so we created invisible digital watermark. And it's really important because you can do formal watermarks like in any other companies, but you actually those watermarks might be deleted. Yeah. What is invisible digital watermark? This is in printed, you know, uh, in, in printed numbers that actually gives us understanding. If some person makes some bad stuff, we can identify it. We can identify and point out. 
And for example, if you're a bad person, you want to create some adult stuff or some inappropriate stuff, you will always think, yeah, should I do it when everybody knows how to detect it? And we tell guys, we're happy, for example, to spread the world, to share it with the big companies. You might see that initiative of like Adobe, Adobe PowerPoint, they're doing a lot of initiative, trying to educate and evaluate those risks. And from the, you know, from the policy perspective, I believe that European Union is mostly the strictest in regulations. So that is why we're putting main attention and main, you know, advisory to those guys. We are open to validate these corporate responsibility policies and to share them with you. And together, when we can navigate first the proper use of technology and second, not limited everything just because we should limit it, we can make something for good. Okay, and yeah, going. I mean, going back to that knife analogy, you said you know it, it can be something for good, but it could obviously be something for evil, like uh, or for nefarious purposes. I mean, how how much time do you think about you know how your technology might be used for nefarious purposes? And I know this invisible water ink uh, idea seems like a one way to mitigate that, but I'm just curious if like how much time in your day or how much time your company spends thinking about this stuff because. You know, we've seen examples of companies like Facebook uh, that didn't necessarily think about the full ramifications of the technology and like the kind of impact it has had on society for the worse over the last couple of years. So, like, uh, if you could talk a little bit about that. Sure, sure. It's it's really important question, Roger. And uh, we were thinking about that even before we launched the video technology. Uh, because we had so much proposals like years ago that guys we can do great stuff with some different businesses and it's, it's a good business model and we told guys our vision is to actually make some good stuff only for fun and for self-expression but answering your questions uh, we did a lot of not only thoughts we actually spent i guess one-fifth of our time on developing specific technical measurements to give you know, understanding how we limit misuse. For example, yeah, we use autom automatic detection of porn. This is our own intention, intention and our, you know, technology that already doing really better than even most of the big companies. We also have human moderation, support teams that processes requests from the community of Reface. So with the release of every feature, we develop our security thinking uh, to incorporate more security and safety features. So this is, you know, especially the case with the development of our social platform for sharing the face swap. Another one, so we see the importance of moderation tech and human. So moderation of text to audio and lip sync, the moderation of visual content, you know, the moderation of advertisement, which is really important as well. Another great point is user data privacy. So the app doesn't trace the data, etc. And we have transparent communication when and which data is collected and for what purposes. This is the great important you know, issue and task for our communication team. We are like the short, we are limiting functionality of the technology we give to users. That's what I started from, because we want to navigate how it develops. Another way we are about to do in user identification and identity verification. And the last one, which is really important, which actually crosses with this porn detector, that we are labeling when the content leaves the platform and reaches third platform. Yeah, yeah. It's really important, yeah, because we want to actually navigate. This is not our responsibility, but if something bad happens, we can track where it went. Got it. How does that work? Like, how, like how do you track if it if they take a video produced using this tool, 
and upload it to Facebook or Instagram? Uh, actually, we have watermark. So the watermark is, is basically follows the video wherever it goes. Yeah, you know, uh, at first we actually did uh, the stuff when there is, was no watermark, but then we identified it's an important message for us, you know, to to track it and to notify this is refaced. And the watermark will, will be actually developing. So it will be stating for that we are for good. So this is like a good teaser, but it won't be just simple watermark. I see. So the, is the watermark there yet, or is it something you're rolling out? It's yet, but... Uh, you know, for now, you can actually, if you are a pain user, you can remove watermark. But in future, we're, do, we're about to do something with that. We will enhance, you know, and motivate people to uh, leave watermark. And another option, we got these user researches and tracking that most of the people, they like watermark. Because in the previous versions, like half a year ago, if you are a pain subscriber, there is no watermark. But then we made, you know, opportunity to switch on watermark. And a lot of people, they're actually sharing a super good viral loop for us as well. Oh, okay. And because uh, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, you, you, you mentioned, like, with porn or with uh, stuff that is obviously bad, right? But I'm, I'm thinking about some of those, like, edge case, use cases where, you know, you, you put someone's face on somebody else who's saying something that is maybe not necessarily offensive, but gets them in trouble or like that there, there's like kind of cases that like I'm curious if like you thought about how, like how you would mitigate some of that risk. Like the, the fact that like, it's for me, like deep fake, it's not even necessarily like the porn stuff that is concerning to me. It's like, you know, putting words in politicians mouths, things like that, that like, I think have a lot of folks worried. Like, how do you, how do you prevent some of that from happening? Uh, I mean, like, we don't, in current state of application, we don't have much edge cases. Most of the edge cases are related to the porn, yeah? Because people are people, you know, and small, there's, like, minority of people. And first you think about deepfake, yeah, it's about porn. And that's actually what did, because we understand that there were, like, plenty of, like, minority, active minority who will make porn, who will try to get it on GitHub, how to use Reface. And we're actually iterating all the time on our porn detector you know, automatically and labeling, 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 then moderating human manually, manual, and then labeling. So it's not really tough to get through. So in our current of state, where it's only face swap, it's tough to do some. But you're right, in future, when we'll have different, you know, varieties of modification, it's pretty important to limit some context, yeah? For example, I will give like a brief example, not uh, outline everything, but teasering what's, what might be done. For example, if on Reface somehow in future, you can upload your video, you couldn't like, I believe that there might be some limitation made in Reface where if you upload some possible political person, you couldn't do it because there will like, be specific uh, technology labeling politicians from uploading. But if somehow you upload politician and if there is some functionality that allows to make some text or speech, it will be automatically made that you can't cho choose the text from your microphone. I'm just hypothetically, no, not in round the phrase, but I mean like a general case in future, which is most of the people are afraid. What if somebody makes some politicians and makes him speak about some, some, some crazy stuff? And this is the use case of the technology. If somebody manages to go through all this moderation and upload some politician, you know, 
and he wants to make some text in a proper in an appropriate manner, he won't be able to do it. So we have like you know different methods that and if you upload a kitten, you can actually make him speak with some voice of some famous people, yeah, if it's allowed. But if it's some famous people, we actually give you previews of what you can be done. So because in that particular case, it's super important for us to be responsible and to see how it evolves. What is the use case? How users behave? And I believe that in main, you know, main cases, most of the people they will do funny stuff because we call it. We as a platform, our slogan is "memify everything." So I mean, like memify your life. This is we believe that memes. It's like the language of the internet. And language is the internet is about context, about fun. This is about your face. But if there is some edge case, we have some recipes to work on that. Okay. And just lastly, you mentioned earlier that that you only give users like a percentage of the capabilities that's available. Do you like you? So do you actually like sort of scale back or throttle back the the technology? Like, could it get even more scary real with with the technology that you have available to you? Then you're just sort of uh, limiting it because of the potential dangers. Uh, I mean, like, we are mostly limiting it not because of the potential danger, because we want to narrow the use case, yeah? We as a business have a focus, yeah? We have a focus of making fun, and we want to shift to self-expression. In our case, self-expression is about mostly aligned with the fun, because we are not giving opportunity to people to educate everybody with their face, yeah? And we're not focusing on making some kitchen studies, yeah? And so our intention is that we are partially giving more functionality for people modify content for fun. For example, you made a face swap. You have some intention to make different face swap uh, as a comic. Yeah, you can do it in your face. But we want to narrow this focus and limit it because of the business model and the vision of the company. Okay, great. Well, Dima, thanks for your time. It's been Dima Schwetz, CEO and co-founder of Neocortex, the company behind the hit app Reface. Again, Dima, appreciate your time. Thanks for the conversation. Likewise. Thank you, Roger. It's my pleasure to be here. That concludes my interview with Dima Schwetz, CEO of Neocortex, the company behind Reface. I hope you enjoyed the chat. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.